Welcome to the Composer Chris Cast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is something I've been wanting to start for a while now, but kept putting it off, kept putting it off. You know, I'm busy doing this. Maybe after this I'll start. Well, maybe, no, that's not, that's still too soon. I gotta focus on this. So finally I just decided, forget it, I'm gonna do it. Let's just go. I've been doing podcasting for a couple of years now on a very, very casual basis. In an effort to improve my verbal communication, because I am a college professor by day, uh, I caught myself in my teaching kind of hemming a lot and hawing a lot and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of that. I didn't like it and I thought, I got to get better at this. What could I do to work on that? Um, And I'm a sports talk radio fan, so I thought, well, maybe if I could uh, do something like that where I'm talking more, I can listen to myself and, you know, try to improve, get back at it get better at that. So I started a sports podcast, The Meatball Composer, uh, which was me mostly talking about my favorite sports teams, which are the uh, Chicago teams, Chicago Bears, Chicago Cubs, and then uh, Blackhawks, Bulls a little bit further down the list, White Sox even. Um, But that's something I enjoyed talking about. It was separate from my musical career life stuff. So I thought, okay, that'll be a different thing to talk about that could be interesting and it would be fun it'd be something i'd enjoy so i started doing that and picked up a couple listeners here and there and that was a lot of fun and i think i got better at my speaking one of the reasons i'm doing this one now is to continue that Uh, but out of that out of the meatball composer one day at work i talked to a fellow bears fan friend of mine and said hey you want to come on my show and talk about the bears upcoming draft and upcoming season yeah sure so long story short that turned into a podcast i'm still doing right now with my friend mark jansen dr mark jansen and that is the barely educated podcast where we uh, discuss the chicago bears some other sports related things every now and then but uh, barely educated because we're Bears fans and we're both college professors, so we're educated. Eh, get it? Not my idea. I got to give full credit to Mark on that. But we're still doing that show together. Um, one, two shows a week. Uh, mostly a lot of tears and weeping, gnashing of teeth because the Chicago Bears have not been good as of late. But it's a lot of fun. So with this show, I wanted to uh, have a podcast where I could talk more specifically about musical things, talk about the music that I write, uh, the music that interests me, uh, other academic areas or topics of discussion that are interesting to me. So it's a little inside peek into uh, what makes me tick. And the plan, what I'm planning to do, what I'd really like to do, is to have guests on regularly. So it's not just me yapping away, but rather uh, bringing some colleagues or friends or whatever just to uh, talk about things that are uh, of interest. So that's the plan. That's what I'm looking at for this show. And then this first episode, I just kind of wanted to lay the groundwork and give you a little bit of bio about me. So I've told you why I'm doing this. You know, some people blog, 
or journal, whatever. I do podcasts, I guess. <laughs> so, so who am I? Well, I was born and raised in the west suburbs of Chicago. I started piano lessons at the age of five at the behest of my parents. They, uh, they saw pretty quick, pretty early on that I seemed to have a lot of musical aptitude. So they enrolled me in, uh, the pre-college or the music academy of Elmhurst college, which is one of the, uh, West suburbs of Chicago. And I took piano lessons there all through growing up, up and even through high school, giving a couple recitals a year with other students, uh, learned a lot of music theory too, which I actually liked more than piano. I did like playing piano, but I didn't love it. Um, I knew I could do it. I knew that I was pretty good at it, but I liked music theory more, uh, but just kind of kept playing because yeah, it was okay. Of course, at that age, my younger years, I wanted to be like most young boys, a baseball player or football player or something like that, some kind of athlete, you know, who hits the home run or scores the touchdown to win the Super Bowl, you know, that kind of stuff. In fifth grade, I started playing trumpet, something I always uh, wanted to do. I think because the trumpet is loud and everybody hears it and notices it. Don't let a psychologist get a hold of that. So anyway, I'm bopping along, enjoying music all through grade school, junior high, and into high school. And all this time, I liked music, but I didn't love it. And I didn't didn't love it until I got into composing. So how did that happen? How did I get into composing? All right, a couple things. There was a show in the, I can't remember if it was the late 80s or early 90s, but it was called the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. And it was kind of like a prequel, before there were prequels, I guess. Uh, George Lucas had created this show to like tell the younger stories, or the stories of a younger Indiana Jones, his adventures. And I remembered watching one of these episodes, and there was a, uh, an action scene that was happening and I remembered thinking this music it, it doesn't work it's too happy for the scene there isn't enough tension there's this is supposed to be um, more you know uh, uncertainty and uh, these weren't the words that I used as a 12 13 year old I don't remember what I thought but I just knew something didn't work and I remember thinking oh the music should be more like this and I kind of started singing or humming to myself something else that I thought it should Uh, should be and then a little while after that maybe a year or two after that i saw the movie hook the uh, steven spielberg film with the soundtrack by john williams and i i knew i liked john williams music i loved the uh, superman music and the star wars music i was the perfect age to uh, to enjoy that and get into that Uh, so i saw the movie hook i was a freshman in high school at this time i liked the movie I saw the soundtrack in a record store. Remember those? Remember record stores? Where you could buy tapes and then eventually CDs. So I bought the tape of the soundtrack to Hook and really enjoyed it. I listened to it over and over and over again and uh, started to, you know, see the movie in my head as I'm listening to the music. Well, when I went to see the movie again, when my parents bought it on VHS, remember VHS? Yeah. Uh, When they bought the video and I 
popped it in and watched it. And while I'm watching it for the second time, I'm thinking, but this is not nearly as good as I remembered. And I realized that the music had made the movie better in my mind and in my memory than what it actually was. And as much as my, you know, 14, 15 year old brain at the time could comprehend, it hit me that the music had been powerful enough to the point that it had um, told the story of this movie better than the movie did itself. So as a sophomore in high school at this point, I thought, you know, I want to try to do something like that. I want to try to um, write something, write, compose some music that can communicate something that, uh, that I'm thinking about or feeling. So at this age of 15 years old, realizing as best I could the communicative power of music, I decided I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to write something. So I wrote a, eventually a, uh, a concert band piece. Uh, sketched it out first for like, you know, piano and a couple extra staves or two. A buddy of mine helped me orchestrate it. And in my last concert in high school uh, premiered my first composition, Horizon Overture. And I look back on it now, you know, and it's just cringe. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it's a good thing to do, good experience. And I'm actually kind of, when I look back and think about it, I am kind of surprised, um, impressed is too strong of a word, but uh, I had a, for basically being intuitive and uh, not studying composition, you know, just having some theory up until that point, but having a good understanding of melody, harmon harmony, harmony, <laughs> harmonic relationships, um, a good basic ground level understanding of how uh, different instruments sound and what they can and can't do. So uh, um, I'm glad that I was too dumb to not do it because I didn't fully know what I was doing, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, but it turned out okay. And I really, obviously, really enjoyed the experience of working on it. And while I was working on it is uh, when I decided that I wanted to study composition in college. So I uh, went to uh, Wheaton College, the Conservatory of Music at Wheaton College, which uh, I swore I wouldn't go to because I grew up near Wheaton and always heard about Wheaton. Growing up in the evangelical church world, you know, Wheaton College, you always heard about it and stuff would always be going on there. And I'm not going to go to Wheaton. Well, I ended up going to Wheaton and loved it. I studied composition with Howard Whitaker, Dr. Howard Whitaker, who was the perfect teacher for me. I guess his teaching style with my learning style, whatever. It was just for me, a perfect match. And he was very patient with me. Very, very patient. Cause I, I came in very cocky, very confident, uh, which I'll delve into sometime was really a cover for insecurity, but we don't need to get into that now. But, uh, he was, he was very patient and, um, I had a lot of uh, catching up to do. I really wasn't prepared to, uh, at least in talking to other friends who studied composition in college, I, it seems like I was not as knowledgeable of repertoire and styles of composition, trends in uh, music history, things like that. So I had a lot of 
work to do. And Dr. Whitaker was very patient with me and helped me uh, um, catch up, so to speak. So in college, I discovered Igor Stravinsky. And once I did that, that changed everything for me. I don't know what or why or how, but uh, Stravinsky's music connected with me at a, a level that no other composer's music had up to that point, and still hasn't. To this day, uh, he's still my favorite composer. So 25 years later, uh, his music is still reaching me and connecting me on a deeper level than uh, any other composer's music. Maybe there will be another one down the road that uh, uh, connects more or just as strongly, but at least not yet. Probably the most important thing that uh, happened in college was meeting my future wife, a cute flute player named Sarah. We were in band together freshman year, uh, just friends. In fact, she had a boyfriend back home from high school, so um, I never thought of her in a more-than-friend way, which I think was good. I think that uh, enabled us to build a real friendship with really strong roots, and we never, once we did eventually start dating, two years later, by the way, um, we had a good foundation already, and we didn't go through the awkward, so, what's your favorite movie, you know, all that kind of stuff, so. So after college, we got married, and shortly after that, started having kids. Um, things don't always work out as you plan, but that's the hand we were dealt. So um, once our first was on the way, my wife said, you know what? I know you never really decided if you wanted to do grad school or not, but uh, if you're going to, you'd better do it now. So uh, she was right. I decided now's the time. It's not going to get easier. Uh, so I enrolled at Northwestern University, which was very convenient because we lived in the Chicago area still and didn't want to leave. Um, it wasn't an easy commute, though. If you know the Chicago area, there's no good way to get up to Evanston, Illinois. Um, but I got my master's and doctorate there in composition and also uh, had two more kids <laughs> after that. And then our fourth came shortly after... Uh, I had completed grad school. So let's fast forward to now. There will be in subsequent shows, I'm sure, opportunity to fill in a lot of the gaps between uh, then and here, now in 2022. But uh, what am I doing now? Well, I am teaching at a small liberal arts college in Hillsborough, Kansas called Tabor College. I am the director of instrumental studies and I teach music theory. And I continue to compose lots of stuff for uh, choirs, bands, a lot of church music, a lot of uh, educational music for younger bands and orchestras, uh, but trying to do as much uh, as I can, whatever opportunities can come up, trying to take advantage of, which more recently has meant I can write pieces that my children can play with me or my wife or both. And that has been just incredible. Um, our kids are ranging right now from the early 20s down to the mid-teens. So they all play instruments and they all do it a, at a very high level for where they're at age-wise and experience-wise. And being able to write stuff that we can play together or at least some of us together... It was just fantastic. So, 
very grateful for that. So, I think that's where I will leave this uh, first episode. Just a little basic biographical sketch. As I previously said, there will be future episodes that will dive into more uh, specifics within that general outline that I just gave you, but uh, plenty of time for that later. So, I thank you for listening to this first episode of the Composer Chris Cast. Future episodes will have guests and a wide variety of topics. So if you like a podcast that uh, explores lots of different areas, subject matter, uh, I think you'll really like this show. If you'd like to hear some of my music, you can go to my website, which is christeichler.com. C-H-R-I-S-T-E-I-C-H-L-E-R.com. If you want to shoot me an email, you can. My email address is chris at christeichler.com. On the socials, you can follow me on Twitter, at Composer Chris. And I have a Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash Composer Chris. You can follow me on both of those on Twitter. I will follow you back if you follow me. Until next time, thank you again for listening. I am Chris Teichler, and this is the Composer Chris cast. (laughs) 